0: How do you start showing up for yourself? And what the heck does that even mean? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm laughing at myself a little bit today, my friends. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs, and you can always learn about me and how to work with me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And I read today's listener letter in preparation for the show and how I was going to frame the conversation and what the podcast episode might be. And I thought to myself, oh, she just doesn't show up for herself. She needs to learn how to show up for herself. And then that's when I just started laughing at myself because a couple of years ago, that would not have been a phrase that came out of my mouth. It's such entrepreneurial mumbo jumbo um, that sometimes makes me roll my eyes and, you know, to be honest, get a little vomit in my mouth sometimes at the cliche of it all. However, like as much as I make fun of it, and as much as I laugh at it, when I read this letter, and when I read what the woman is talking about, it is no laughing matter, and it absolutely is about showing up for ourselves. How do we do that? And if it's our like kind of habit and way of moving through the world to not show up for ourselves, to not think about what we might want and what we might do or what our ideas or opinions are or what we think about, what we disagree with, how do you even begin, especially when keeping the peace and being a people pleaser and being easy to get along with and loyal and devoted has worked out fairly well, for you. So let's dive into the letter so you all know and are in on the conversation I'm talking to you about today, and I'll find you on the other side, Heather. I got crushing feedback at work today, and the size of my bonus was a reflection of that. My supervisor told me that I do an incredible job on my tasks, that I'm one of the highest and best performers, and the first person he comes to when he sees something done well and done right. He said, though, that he's tired of being the one to tell me that I'm capable, that he needs to see more confidence from me in my decision-making. He thinks I would be a good manager, and he would like to put me on the company training track for management, but that my hesitancy to be an advocate for myself has him hesitating about me. When I voiced my surprise that he thought me managerial material, he told me that was part of the problem, that I didn't see myself that way, and that made him question his view of me. I've always been an under-the-radar kind of woman. I don't like to make a fuss or call attention to myself. I'm afraid to disagree publicly, and I've always battled with a lack of confidence. I've always known it about myself, and friends have talked to me about it, but I've never really had it called out at work, I've always been liked and appreciated and felt really valued. Now, I'm not sure what to do or think. Is this something people go to therapy for? Is this a form of depression or anxiety? I never thought I had a problem, but now I do. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you, my friend, the problem is (laughs) that um, you can't let someone else define that for yourself that you have a problem, that this only works when you decide for yourself that the way you have been moving through the world no longer works for you, that somebody gave you feedback and it served as a lightning rod and a battle cry to stop and look and act differently. Somebody telling you, hey, you know, you don't have much confidence, you don't really stand up for yourself, that isn't going to work or motivate you to start thinking more confidently or start acting more confidently. Because what you're describing is, you know, you weren't someone who was particularly unhappy before this conversation. You said like you found your safety zone under the radar. You've always identified that you don't have much confidence, but your friends have told you that and you've never been particularly, motivated to change. So the first part of this process is to look at this and recognize for yourself that you are tired of other people seeing you, liking you, and valuing you more than you even like, see, or value yourself. It is not going to work that other people have defined that this is going to be a problem. You have to decide for yourself that not seeing yourself, valuing yourself, and respecting yourself no longer works for you. That it's getting you in the way of money and I You will not be the first person where money is a really strong motivator, but like you don't want to miss out on more bonuses. You don't want somebody else telling you that they seem to think you're better at things than you even see yourself. That that narrative is old and tired and you're ready to turn the page and write a new ending to the chapter. Now that being said, you do have to do a little bit of excavation work. You do have to be a little processy, for lack of a better word, um, instead of a made-up one, as you start to look at this. So when you look at this and you recognize, like, hey, I've always really kind of struggled with low self-esteem. I've always been a little hesitant with myself, I've never quite believed in myself and my abilities, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, what about that felt comfortable? Why did that? worked for you? Was it purely because you got to avoid Conflict was it because nobody would ask anything more of you that you could just be a background player and that felt particularly helpful, but you want to understand what that means for you and how it serves you and how it's no longer serving you because you don't want to take this and do a hatchet job. Some of this you might actually like. You know, I I think that it's worth looking at. If you were to change your goals for yourself, what would you want them to be, and what would you want them to like? What would you want to be able to accomplish? I see very clearly that you lost out on a bonus that would have been very nice heading into the you know, end of the year. I see that your boss wants you to be a manager. But what's missing from your narrative here, other than feeling like you have egg on your face, is what is it that you want? Do you like the idea of being a manager? Or if you were to show up for yourself, would you want to show up in a completely different way other than the box he's trying to put you in? So I would be a little bit curious. I would look at the cost that you've paid for being the way you are. I would identify for yourself that it's a cost that you no longer want to pay. And I would start to think about what do you want to see reflected in your life and in your choices going forward and instead of what you're currently struggling with because you might find that your goals are completely different. But the other piece to this is the part that I said at the top of the show that I laughed about and rolled my eyes about. And I I assure you, I wasn't laughing at you and I wasn't making fun of you. I was making fun of the jargon. But this idea of showing up for yourself, you know, you work for somebody and you have a career, but, you know, most of the people who write into the show are business owners. And so the entrepreneurial jargon is showing up for yourself, like asking and demanding to be seen and, you know, any variety of that. So when you, when you look at that, showing up for yourself means saying what you mean and meaning what you say, actually showing yourself, not some watered down version of yourself, not the kind that's a people pleaser, but your actual authentic self, putting yourself in room that you're in with your opinion, with your point of view, with a question you have and not dumbing yourself down or watering down your personality. So I would take an inventory and I would look at how well do you show up for yourself and ask as yourself. How much do you allow yourself to be seen? How much do you hide? How much disconnect do you experience because people don't really understand you because you haven't really given them an opportunity to? Because in that self-examination, you get to decide for yourself what part of that doesn't work for you, what part of that no longer serves you, and what part of that do you want to go after and try to change? Because you, immediately Immediately went into problem solving mode you immediately went to oh my god does this mean I'm depressed does this mean I'm anxious does this mean I need to go to therapy I don't know any of that I don't know whether or not your low self-esteem comes from anxiety or depression or any of that. Um, I don't even know that you have low self-esteem. You know, you might be like the last guy who you know, we just talked to in the last episode who for him, like he just had gotten far enough in life and he was comfortable. He didn't think about wanting more. You may have gotten to a sense of self and peace and acceptance of yourself that you hadn't thought of like going after a bigger vision of yours or a b- bigger version of yourself. So you want to poke around this a little bit and find that out and be curious and give yourself permission to grow. Give yourself permission to not always know, but see what's going to happen next and see like if you give yourself permission to want more and go for more. Take a page from yesterday's episode. Um, Actually, I don't even know. I'm pre-recording this episode. I I don't know what day it's going to fall on, but I know it's not going to be a yesterday. It's going to be the last episode um, in the queue, you can listen to that and get a sense of this. But you don't want to diagnose yourself with depression or anxiety. What you want to do is look at what part of moving through the world no longer serves you. What do you? What would you like to change about that? And what would success look like? Because I think so often personal development is so lacking in clarity around specific goals. Business-wise, we set numbers and we set metrics and we look at our ROI and we look at our KPI and then suddenly. It's personal development, and we're just working on something, or we're trying to be better, or we're trying to live more this and less that. I would like you to get some crystal clear clarity on the direction you want to head, why you want to head there, and then identify for yourself what are the supports you would need to get there. Do you need a coach of your own? Do you need a mentor? Do you need accountability from a friend? Do you need a personal development plan at work? What are the things that are going to set you up? for success that get you living intentionally and working intentionally toward that life and you know um work plan that you have for yourself so that is where I would go I, I, I hesitate to diagnose you with a mental health diagnosis because I haven't met you I'm reading you on a question I and I don't think that that's what you're dealing with but what I do think you're missing is self-awareness that you like flying under the radar for other people meant that you flew under the radar for yourself so now we have to get you to know yourself and like yourself and look at the goals you might have and then you can take it from there and then once Once you have that crystal clear image, you'll be able to hire for the right person, getting you toward the right goal of what you're looking to do and what you're aspiring to do for yourself. Thank you so much for reaching out today. I so value the time you put into asking for the question. The best pod always comes from the best questions. Anybody else listening today wants my two cents on their life or their struggles, please do reach out to me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.